What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Josh, the J-Man Monk, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. While you're at it, on whatever platform you're listening on, please hit that subscribe button. And if it happens to be on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. And if you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tan and J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. It's Monday night. It's 6.30. You know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Episode 235, to be, to be exact. I'm Tanner Lee with my co-host, Josh, the J-Man Month. It's rainy outside. It's a little chilly. But it's going to be warm down here with a bunch of hot takes and topics tonight. Yes, sir. How are you doing, J-Man? Pretty good. Not Pretty too good. shabby. Cubs are a game back. Is that it? Yeah. No. That's what my uncle told me tonight. Maybe Not he was lying. He, he said a game. He said a game tonight. I believed him. They're three games back. I took his word for it, so he so he <laughs> lied. I was gonna say there's no way they're only straight a game up lied back. to me. Straight up, they're lied. a game back of the Brewers. Well, half game back of the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds, but uh, they've had uh, worse weeks. They've had better, and though, they've had better weeks. The thing, but yeah, can't complain on the road. You know. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Want to hear some birdie bogey? We're just going to get right into the birdie bogey. Sure. NBA question for you. Oh, awesome. This is just because you wanted to be tied up. I, I know how you are. I, <laughs> I, I give you a softball question last week. So. I would think you would be able to get this one. Oh, I've heard that many times. And it... M.A. Duncan. Big fan, big fan. Will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. This was today, he was, but was he, he was. was uh, yeah, was it yesterday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Duncan and one other player are the only players in NBA history with 25,000 points, 15,000 rebounds, and 3,000 blocks in their career. Who was that other player? Uh, I need all. I need all show to think about this one. I think you have an okay shot to get this one. He is the second player in NBA history to win an NBA title uh, in three different decades. You want to just have a random guess right now at that one because that's not well, the. Uh, can you um, repeat that one? Sorry. He Duncan is also the second player in NBA history to win an NBA title in three different decades. Can you name the other player to NBA have done title this? in three different decades? Mm-hmm. 90s, 2000s, yeah. 2010. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hmm. This guy was a role player. Yeah. Wasn't a superstar. Robert Ory? It's a really good guess. I figured you were going to guess that. John Sally. Mm, yeah. Yep. But Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. I'm sure they were probably, uh, where are they, how are they doing the... Um, They're over in the Kosciuszko the County farmer Farmer's Market Market's on circuit. Saturday mornings. 
uh, now? Are they in Rochester's or just Kosciuszko's for the time? Just Kosciuszko right now. Um, they are selling flowers as well. Nice. I got a picture right here on the screen for all of our viewers. That's their greenhouse that they got flowers going. I need to go out there in. and check that place uh, out. The greenhouse is really cool, really warm inside, and it was a little chilly out the other day, so I feel good in there. Nice and toast. All different types of flowers they got, so they are selling those as well. So not just veggies this year also flowers get your get your dad some, some flowers on father's day that's a good idea that's a good idea that's something i've never got them before that's something i don't think i'll ever get my dad to be honest yeah me too get some hydrangeas nice one thank you i'm, 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 so, cool. I'm surprised i'm surprised you know what a hydrangea is uh i have a girlfriend now so that's the only reason why <laughs> Oh, classic. Uh, yep. All right. Uh, what, what are we kicking off with tonight? Does not matter to me. How about baseball? That's, uh, that's fine. Because I need to share this on the <laughs> socials and take it away, Jay, man. Um, yeah, Cubs had an up and down week, went two and three, uh, only had five games this week. Kind of was nice, though, to kind of get healthy again. Nico Horner came back from the injured list on Friday, as did Jake Arrieta. Ian Happ's back from the injured list, so hopefully they can start getting healthy and try to get on some sort of roll. Uh, this time last week, they'd won five out of their last six, then they lose three in a row. It's kind of uh, how I think this season's going to go for them. Uh, you're, you're high one week, the next week you're down. They're just a mediocre team, right at 500. I think is where they'll end up. They're 19 and 20 right now, but they're playing a mediocre division. Playing in a mediocre division, which helps immensely if they were in a division like, I mean, the AL East, for example. Uh, the a the AL Central. I think the White Sox are going to end up running away with that. The AL, really, any other division besides the NL East, uh, Cubs would be in some trouble right now. Uh, but the bats have really turned it on. They struggled Im terribly in Cleveland against, uh, obviously, Shane Bieber, uh, reigning AL Cy Young Award winner. They actually hit him pretty well, I thought. Problem was, they didn't score many runs. Uh, they were 2 for 27 with runners in scoring position in that two-game series. Not great, J-Man. Not great, Bob. Uh, they, they had runners all over the place and could not score runs. Lost the next innings on Wednesday. Uh, so that was quite disappointing. Um, and I think last week I said going into their series in Detroit that it'd be uh, um, it'd be real ugly if they lost two or three. Uh, they found they found a way to win two of three. Words are hard. Uh, words are hard today. Uh, but... Should have swept them. Uh, bullpen, really pitching staff as a whole was just horrendous on Saturday. Um, Trevor Williams, who they signed instead of a guy like John Lester, uh, has just been – he's been brutal. I'm going to go look up his numbers right now. His first three starts, he looked pretty good. ERA right around four. You know, that's a solid fifth starter guy. Now his ERA is sitting there at 6.27 and eight starts. He's given up – 12 earned runs over his last eight innings. Uh, that's not going to get it done. We're getting to a point in the season where he's got to start getting people out or he's in real danger of getting DFA'd, uh, designated for assignment. And uh, hopefully that's a sooner rather than later because I'm sick of watching him out there throwing meatballs to bad teams like the Tigers and Pirates. Your Twitter has told me that. Um, J-Man's not a Trevor Williams fan. Uh, I loved when the Cubs would face him when he was in Pittsburgh because Cubs would just light him up. Uh, it was an easy win. And now, unfortunately, it's an easy win for the opponents because he's on the uh, Cubs roster. And, I mean, it was a cool story early because his dad and him grew up a huge Cubs fan. 
And so now he gets to pitch at Wrigley Field um, for the Cubs. His dad gets to go to every game in Wrigley Field. It seems like he's there. Um, It's not going well. And I just don't think it will continue. I I mean, I do think it will continue to go poorly. It won't go well at all. Won't get better. Will not get better. Um, But Kyle Hendricks was fantastic yesterday. Threw eight innings, gave up one run. He's always a slow starter. Uh, to start the year, especially in the cold weather, because, I mean, when he's throwing 86 to 88 miles an hour, it's all about feel. He needs good command for that to work. And throughout his career, he struggled in April. People freak out, and then he goes on a roll, and next thing you know, his ERA is right around 3.10 at the end of the year. Not worried about him. Jake Arrieta was good as well on Friday. It's nice to have him back and kind of stabilize that rotation. Zach Davies has been better. Um, I think Adbear Alzale, though, has been their most consistent starter. Uh, this season, he has really good stuff. He has what StatCast ranks as the third best slider in all of baseball. Who's the best? I think Garrett Cole was the uh, best. That makes sense. Um, he, he was either one or two. I'm not sure. I think Shane Bieber might actually be number two. Um, but uh, Alzale's getting swing and misses. He's striking out ten guys per nine innings. He's not walking guys. Uh, he has been kind of bit by the home run ball a little bit. Uh, but he's kind of been one of their few – guys that uh, in the Theo Epstein regime has actually been a pitcher that they've developed and he's gotten to the major league level and had some success. I have a few guys like that in the bullpen. Uh, Justin Steele, uh, lefty, has had really great success so far this year. I mean, he had a career ERA in the minor leagues of close to five, but they got him in that pitch lab. He has really um, high spinning fastball. His spin rate on his fastball is one of the highest in the sport. He's throwing about 94 to 95. He's getting a ton of swings and misses. Um, he just he seems like a game or two. He's out there not getting rattled in big situations. Same with Keegan Thompson. He's another guy who has a really good cutter, um, and he just he has balls of steel essentially um, out there getting big outs. And hopefully that will continue because they need guys like that in the bullpen um, as well. But starting rotation still, they have the second-worst ERA in all of baseball. That has to get better if they want to make any sort of run to the postseason. We're sitting here. uh, I think Cubs are 39 games in, so we're about, I don't know, a quarter of the way uh, done in the season. And the trade rumors are already starting to kind of ramp up a little bit. Um, The New York Yankees actually are mentioned as a team that needs a left-handed bat. Um, and Jock Peterson uh, of the Cubs, who's been on fire right now, he has been mentioned as a possibility there already here, and we're middle of May and trade rumors, and there was rumors about Chris Bryant as well. We're going to hear rumors about Chris Bryant and being traded from now until July 31st, until it actually happens, which I think it will happen because I know old uh, Jed Hoyer, uh, general manager, is rooting for this team to not be good so he can kind of tear it down again, which is pathetic. want him fired, for one. <laughs> Um, I, you know what? I'm going to bring it back sometime, probably this week, the hashtag uh, fire. It, it's time. Hashtag fire Jed. That hasn't happened in a while. Should we make a t-shirt and put it on the store? Fire Jed. Hashtag like fire Jed. Hashtag I, I like it a lot. That's a good one. Which our store now has an address. It does. The Tan and J-Man Show store.com is the official domain. So get some merch. Easy to get to now. Now you don't have to go to... Two different links. Just type that in. Bam. I know. I'm planning on buying some merch here uh, sometime this week. Good. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard this for two months now, so um, got to at least get a bucket shirt. Got to get a bucket yeah. shirt. I, I want a tank top. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll wear that all the time in the summer. 
Show my guns off. Get some get some tan lines. There we go. Looking fresh. There we go. <laughs> and a pink. What pink? Is that, is that a good color for me? Do you think I can pull off pink? No. Okay. No way it disagrees as well. <laughs> um, Cubs outfield, again, needs to start hitting a little bit. But uh, Jason Hayward's been one of the worst hitters in all of baseball this year. 40% below league average hitter. Uh if Johnny Elway uh, is licking my leg right now. so uh, that's, that's my dog for anybody <laughs> listening for the first time or watching. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ian Happ, though, he's back from the injured list. As I said, they need a good Ian Happ. Uh, a good Ian Happ means probably a good Cubs team. He's in 183 so far uh, this season, but it's, he's showing signs of life, especially yesterday hitting right-handed. He hits a, it's a single, double, and a homer uh, from the right-handed side, which he struggled his whole career against left-handed pitching, so hopefully that's uh, something that's turning around here. Chris Bryant continues to go be on an absolute roll. Um, he's been one of the best hitters in baseball. He, as of Saturday night, was leading uh, Major League Baseball in extra base hits. He hasn't. He didn't have one Sunday, and I think somebody passed him. I'm not 100% sure, but they're sitting here at 19 and 20. Uh, big story this week uh, with the Washington Nationals coming to town. Old Johnny Lester is going to be on the bump tonight against the Cubs. It'll be strange. How many homers Schwarber going to hit? Uh, man, I hope zero. I love Schwarber, but I hope he hits zero. You know, um, if he hits like two in the series or three and, and Lester pitches good, Cubs Twitter's going to blow up. It's going to be bad, although I'm rooting for John Lester tonight. I hope he doesn't win. I hope he gets a no decision, but I hope he pitches very well. I'm not okay with Schwarber hitting a homer every game as long as they lose every game. But it's going to be really, really strange to see John Lester, especially in a different uniform, which is weird because he's played for two different teams uh, besides the Cubs uh, and the Nationals. Who was his other team besides the Red Sox? Uh, Oakland A's. Remember? I didn't, I didn't know. I... He was traded for Yoana Cespedes oh, uh, at the uh... trade deadline uh, 2014. Okay. Then okay. Cubs signed him that offseason. And really, that was the reason why he ended up not signing back with the Red Sox is because he saw he could be good somewhere else other than Boston, and that really helped the Cubs out uh, quite a bit uh, when they signed Johnny Lester. But greatest free agent signing in Cubs history, back on the mound tonight. I wish it was a packed stadium, no. um, but there's going to have uh, – They bump it up like the White yes. Sox did. Uh, they're going to 60% yeah, on May 28th, and they say that they're on track for full capacity by July 1st. You would get your uh-huh. your bold prediction, right? Yeah. Which I updated the graphic the other day. You have missed a lot already. Yeah, already. Predictions. I've That's missed like bold. three or four. A lot of mine still have to. Later on. Later on. Yeah, yeah I went I went for you stuff went heavy that. Early. Uh, went heavy early, yeah. Uh, That's why they're bold predictions. Yeah, I've, they're I've, gotten really? a, I've gotten a few correct. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll bring it up. I've gotten – I know I got uh, a non-quarterback slash running back one in the Heisman because Devontae Smith won it for Alabama. Um, there was one other one I got correct. I technically have already got – we will have full stadiums by because, I mean, the Astros true. and Rangers are already doing it. You got Texas. Justin Fields being the fourth quarterback drafted. You got that right. Nailed that one? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. But you've missed that a uh, Big Ten team would win the national championship in basketball, yeah. that the Bills would win the Super Bowl, yeah. that Ohio State would win the college football playoff, Deshaun Watson being traded to the Dolphins. But you got the Carson Wentz to the Colts half right. 50%. Breeze, Rivers, and Roethlisberger, and Tom Brady all retiring. Got half of that. Half that. Uh, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens making the Hall of Fame. Didn't happen. Roy McIlroy winning the Masters. Didn't happen. Nope. Dang Rory. Always, always ruining it for me. 
Rory is. Yep, I have a feeling we'll uh, hear that next week, too. We'll hear his name tonight sometime, yeah. I think. Uh, a couple uh, times, probably. Yeah, probably a couple times. Um, but as I said, Cubs 19-20 and 20, uh, need to find a way to win against uh, John Lesser tonight because it doesn't get easier uh, the rest of the way. I know they have to face Max Scherzer at some point this week. The Nationals are, are a team that hasn't been playing very good baseball. They're 16-20. and 20. Face John Lester tonight. Patrick Corbin, which is going to be tough tomorrow. His ERA is not great, but obviously has a track record. Uh, Max Scherzer Wednesday. And then um, Thursday is Joe Ross. So I think, is Steven Strasburg injured? I think he is. I haven't I have heard, heard his, his name, name at all. all. Wow. Thanks. Uh, you owe me a he, he's, beverage. He's made two starts this year. He is on the injured list. Um, I'm not sure why he's on the injured list, but obviously they'll he's miss him. He's hurt all the time. Um, he only made two starts last year. So he only made four starts the past two years. Um, Sounds like Juwan James. Starting to have. Who's Juwan James? We're talking about baseball. I know. I just said bad um, injuries and contracts. But, man, he's getting paid 35 mil yeah, so, uh, a yeah. year. Yeah. So hopefully the Cubs will be able to find a way, and then they uh, finally get to play their uh, division rival and closest rival, the St. Louis Cardinals, who I believe just got swept uh, by the San Diego Padres. Yep. Um, over the weekend, Arenado's so. starting to hit the ball well for he them. He is starting to hit. He he crushes Padres pitching, have for years. Um, Probably not as much as Aaron Judge in the Baltimore pitching. The Yankees roster in the Baltimore <laughs> pitching. Let's Judge's be numbers against Baltimore are just stupid. Uh, yeah, Arenado's up to 300. He has a 353 on base, 563 slugging. Not as good as the best third, third baseman in that division in Chris Bryant, but still pretty good. Um, Goldschmidt, I think, is heating up a little bit. Uh, Cardinals are a good team. Um, yeah, um, hopefully Cubs will be able to win at least one. they get swept, it could be uh, real ugly, especially depending on how this week goes. Um, but that's my baseball report. White Sox are playing good baseball. I want to go division by division real quick and give them an update. Um, update this week, uh, Boston Red Sox are still playing good baseball. They're, they're, they're not the um – you know, surprise anymore. They're for real, I think. So. I, I would say they just – Xander Bogarts has been yep. insane. J.D. Martinez has been insane for them. Blue Jays are playing really good baseball as well. They're uh, up to 22-17. and 17. Yankees playing good baseball as well. They're four games over 500, as are the Tampa Bay Rays. Probably the best division in the sport mm-hmm. um, as of right now. White Sox are uh, nine games over 500 without – I mean, they're without Lewis Robert and uh, Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez. Um, and that's without um, – their stud pitcher, who's named Lucas Giolito, there you go. Um, hasn't really been that good so far, but they're playing good baseball. Kansas City Royals snapped an 11-game losing streak. Remember, they were I, winning uh, the division the yeah. first couple weeks. I didn't know they were on that big of a losing streak, um, though. They were, and then they won, I think, the first game of a doubleheader on Friday. And then now they're on a two-game losing streak again. Um, Oakland A's continue to play well. Houston Astros playing well. Seattle Mariners are a team... That we should start paying attention to. Top prospect, one of the top prospects in the game, Jared Kalenic. Um, he made his Major League debut this past weekend. He was a guy that uh, the Mets traded away after taking him fourth overall for a closer, Edwin Diaz, and, uh, and Robinson Cano, and that really Mets hasn't just, uh, worked out for him. They're just laughable. But 
Kelnick's going to be one of the best outfielders in the game. He had a home run on, uh, it was either Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday night uh, for his first career hit and home run. He's only 21 years old. And they call up their top pitching prospect, Logan Gilbert, um, and he pitched pretty well on Friday night. So the Mariners are going to be a team sometime. Uh, we've been saying that for years as well, that they're going to be the surprise team. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe next year will be. Maybe next year. And maybe, who knows, maybe they play well enough uh, to stay in it. They're one game over 500 right now. Uh, Mets are 18 and 16 in the NL East, and they're winning it. That division has been porous so yeah, far. Yeah, pretty disappointing. Very disappointing. Um, Braves are two games under 500. I still think Braves are the best team in that division. Uh, they need to start going need a little bit, though. to get it going though. a little, yeah. Um, They're almost pitching, to May. Pitching just hasn't been very good for the Braves. Uh, I mean, their ERA is 4.65 as a squad, which is 12th in the National League. They have two really good starters, but their best starter today, Huascar and Noah, I butchered that That's name better real than bad. Um, he broke his hand yesterday because he got taken out of the game and he punched the. Uh, when are when are pitchers going to learn not to punch things? He uh, he punched. I think he punched was it the, the cooler, the water cooler. I think it was the bench. I, I didn't see it, but he broke his hand. Um, he's going to be out a while. I mean, this guy has a three point oh two ERA. He struck out fifty guys in forty four innings. He has two home runs as well. He's the best hitting pitcher in baseball uh, so far. I mean, if you fall down... Uh, six a, for 17 with two homers. If you fall down some steps and land sure. in a trash can and break your hand, that's one thing. But if you just straight up punch something, come on, man. Yeah, it seems like they would have learned from Kevin Brown, who was uh, notorious mm-hmm. for that. That was a name from the past. Yeah, it was. That's I'm a pull. proud of that one. Uh, then in the National League West, Padres are playing better baseball, but they have so many guys on the COVID list, including Fernando Tatis, Eric Hosmer, Will Myers, a few other guys. So they're playing with these scrubs, yet they just swept the St. Louis Cardinals, um, and they're only a half game back. Uh, the Giants are still winning that division, although I think they lost 2-3 or three to the Pirates over the weekend. Uh, Dodgers are sitting there at uh, four games over 500. I'm going to look up to see if I got my book it correct. I think I said they would not lose a game over the that week. And they oh, – so close. They lost what? yesterday by one. Crap. Oh, well. Uh, just I, – I want to go – I don't want to because it would take forever. But I want to go back and tally – my yeah, book yeah. and see what my record is. You it's know, bad. in the first year, maybe two years we did this podcast, I used to cut them out every mm-hmm. week and save them. But then finally, like, this is too much work. I'm not yeah. doing that anymore. But I wish I would have continued because it would be interesting to look back. Kind of like you're keeping bad. track of the birdie, birdie bogey this year. Yes, so, which I'm only a uh, stroke back right now. I'm nervous Shot we're going to be tied after tonight. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds came back from six. To one down yesterday in the eighth inning to the Colorado Rockies, who stink. They're bad. They're not Tanner's good. favorite team is bad. Yeah, um, they did have a player get NL Player of the Week this week. They did. I never heard of him, which is rare for me. Josh Fuentes, mm-hmm. who had a really, really good week. I think he drove in 13 runs this week. Like you're right. Uh, which more than doubled his total coming into the week, but he had a good week. Um, they're just. They're not good. They they can hit, but that's probably a product of course field. Pitching is porous. John Gray's had a for like two decades. It's been porous since the existence of the franchise. It seems like they had a really good year pitching the um They did a couple years ago. Probably when they won the wild card game yeah. against the Cup. Now yeah. their pitching wasn't very good. But yeah. they had Kyle Freeland who was really good that year yeah, he and he hasn't it. been good since. Lost it. Um seems like one year they had a pretty good year pitching. 
Yeah, that's not a bad year for them. Ninth in the NL and ER. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for uh, the J-Man's um, baseball report. I brought up my bold predictions just to see. I've missed three so far. I had Breeze, Rivers, and Roethlisberger all retiring. I got two thirds, two of two of the three. I had the Olympic Games would not happen. They're going to happen. So I'm, I'm happy about that. And I had Stafford was going to be a Patriot. He's a Ram. At least he had him changing teams. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, a lot of them I got right. Um, I've already got right, and some of them we'll see here soon. But uh, let's see, like at least eight different NFL teams will have a different starting quarterback come week one. I think that's already going to be correct. Yeah. Someone will make the Final Four that hasn't in the last 20 years. That was correct. Baylor and Houston. Um, uh, let's see. IU would not have a guy win 2021 Mr. Basketball. That was correct. Purdue did. Caleb first. Um Kansas Jayhawks would not win the Big 12 regular season title. They didn't. Um, Duke Blue Devils would not make the tournament. They didn't. And two power non-power five conference teams make the Final Four. And we saw that in Gonzaga and Houston. Yours weren't as bold as mine. <laughs> but I still got a couple. Um, I almost had we would see someone throw the first perfect game since 2012. I was pretty close. Real close with John yeah. Means uh, yeah. last two weeks ago. So, wow. uh some more baseball news that I forgot to hit on. Albert Pujols signed with the Dodgers. Yes, we were wondering last week if uh, he would sign with somebody. That makes no sense to me. I didn't think he'd be a contender. <clears throat> I didn't think he'd be a National League team, for one. Um, he's, he didn't want to be with the Angels because he didn't want a bench role. He's going to have a bench role with the Dodgers. He's He has no positional value. He plays first base, which he's starting at first base and batting cleanup for the Dodgers tonight. Which makes no sense. I, I hope know. they're facing a lefty because he still hit lefty. At least he okay. didn't have to move. Doesn't have to move, yeah. I mean, that's quite a drive. He's living out by Anaheim, though. We have no idea where he was living. That's a good point. But. I'm not going <laughs> to speculate on that. Um, no positional value. He's slow. The dude's never pinch, pinch hit at all. Um, the fit is weird. He says he wants to play against the Cardinals one more time in St. Louis. They don't play there till September, so who knows if he's even on the roster by September. Yeah. Um, it's probably his best shot at getting another ring. Agreed. Uh, he's already won two of them in 2006 and 2011. Um, does not make a ton of sense to me. But, hey, Dodgers know better than I do. So I don't know. You're walking encyclopedia of baseball knowledge in Fulton County. Cody Ballinger's on the injured list with a broken ankle still. Um, Corey Seager broke his broke his hand on Saturday night after getting hit by a pitch. He'll be out a while. A lot of hand injuries um, going on. A lot of people are getting hit because pitchers like to go in because they can't drive the ball when they go in a lot of the time. And uh, guys are like breaking hands and wrists and stuff. It's a it's an epidemic. Epidemic. Good baseball, word choice. But yeah. Good word choice. So, well, you want to get educated real quick? Let's you hear. Want to know it. about some sporting <clears throat> events that have happened on May seventeenth? Mm. All right. Well, let's see here. The first Kentucky Derby was held on this day in eighteen seventy-five. Who won? Oliver Lewis aboard. Um, no idea. One in two minutes thirty-seven seconds. Oliver Lewis aboard. Aristides. Aristides, there you go. I wasn't even going to try. I knew I was going to botch that. So, <laughs> um, On this day, 1915, Cubs' George Zip Zabel. Oh, yeah, old Zippy. 
relieves with two outs in the first and winds up with four to a four to three nineteen inning win over Brooklyn in the longest relief job ever. Came in he relief threw, in the first inning and threw. He he threw eighteen in the third. third innings. <laughs> they uh. That's never gonna get broken. I wonder when the first person that counted pitches was to see what the pitch count was because guys would, I mean, they would throw. I don't know how many. I'm, I'm going to go just look up Walter Johnson's stats real quick. On this day, 1925, Cleveland Indian Trice, I believe. Tris, maybe. Speaker gets Tris his 3,000th hit. Never heard of him. Really? Hmm? Come on, Tanner. Walter Johnson completed 531 of his 666 career starts. Uh, he played from 1907 to 1927. Won 417 games. Um, little, <laughs> little different back in the day. Yeah, only, I would say so. Crazy thing was, only a hundred ten of those five hundred thirty-one were shutouts. Hmm. They were just throwing three hundred pitches a game, and eh, arms going eventually. They were throwing seventy-four Put miles some an hour. on it. On this day, nineteen thirty-nine, the first televised baseball game was broadcast on NBC, with Princeton defeated Columbia by a score of two to one. That's cool. That's Ivy League ball. <laughs> On this day in 1953, the Yankees and the Browns use a record 41 players in a game. Hmm. On this day in 1959, Sam Snead set a PGA record for 36 holes of 122. I think I assume that's still still a rec- record. Uh, that's like going 61-61. Yes. Yeah. That's two really solid that's, rounds. I mean, that's a course really record at round, most man. courses. On this day, 1970, Hank Aaron became the ninth player to get to 3,000 career hits. Not too shabby. On this day, 1973, Joe Ferguson hit the Dodgers' 6,000th home run in franchise history. Old Joey. On this day, 1979, the Phillies beat the Cubs by a score of 23-22 to yeah. on 50 hits with 11 homers. Yeah, that is one of the most famous games in Cubs history. They played on Marquee Network quite a bit, and it's a game the Cubs lost because it was so legendary. Wind was blowing out like 40 miles an hour. You just hit a fly ball, and it had a real good chance to go. On this day, 1992, Expos' Gary Carter was the third player to catch 2,000 games. Rest in peace. Joins Boone and Fisk. Joined, I should say. On this day in 1998, New York Yankees pitcher David Wells tossed a perfect game in a 4-0 win against the Minnesota Twins at Yankee Stadium. Just a little hungover. Yeah. Yep. What a legend. <laughs> On this day in 2019, who won the PGA Championship? 2019, I'm going to go. This, this isn't a major, is it? That players, yes. It is. The yes, Players' is. Championship is what's considered Correct. the fifth major. Okay. Correct. PGA chance got to be somebody like Kepka. Brooks Kepka, fired yeah. to 65, uh, 500 to set a new record for lowest 36 hole score in a golf major at the PGA Championship at Beth Page State Park. Seven stroke lead is a 36 hole tournament record. Seems like uh, we haven't heard his name in a little while. Struggled with a lot of injuries this mm. year. Um, he had knee surgery and came back like three weeks later. It was just like mm. a cleanup, and he hasn't. Yeah, he's been struggling, but I wouldn't count him out for this weekend. And on this day last year, Michael Jordan's autographed Air Nike One ones, Air Nike One trainers from 1985 sell for a record five hundred sixty thousand dollars in an online auction. 
Sneaker heads, man. Sneaker heads. Especially Jordan heads. You just call them Jordan heads. There's a pair of <laughs> Nike Jordan sneakers, uh, Jordan Dior's, mm. and they're, they sell for like thousands of dollars. Man. Like every single pair. I'm not a big shoe guy. Are you a real big shoe guy? I'm not either. I know my brother-in-law's a big uh, fan of Jordans, mm-hmm. and um, I have a pair of Jordans, and he's like, hey, I might you think uh, I can take a look at them? And I show it to him. He's like, not worth anything. Like, yeah. Great. Well, after you wore them for a while, they well, probably after wouldn't. I wore them painting your orange basement. <laughs> yeah, I ran a pair of shorts doing that. So that, yep. was, that was on me, though. I had two or three pairs of Jordans that I used to play basketball in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I mean, I just like a comfortable sneaker. I'm not into the – I used to be at one time when I played basketball. I wanted the name brand. Sure. Player brand. But did so um more. You watch SNL over the week? I did not. Did you see at least the clip of the spoof of The Last Dance? No. Um, they did a spoof on it of uh, Keegan-Michael Key plays Jordan, and it's when they're doing that quarter toss game. Uh-huh. Hilarious. I'm going to go check it out. It was one of the funniest SNL uh, sketches I've seen in a while. I'll have to go check it out on YouTube. Uh, the On This Day segment is brought to you by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience with promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print promotional company today by giving them a call at 574-210-3815. This episode's also brought to you by uh, The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou. It focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is here every single weekend. It features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Had the Dam Landing again on Saturday night and had the exact same tenderloin I had the uh, previous uh, Saturday. Bacon three-way tenderloin. J-Man's a big fan. With some tater tots. Got some uh, pretzel nugs with cheese. I'm hungry. You Good. need to stop. I haven't ate dinner yet, so Good stuff. I'm getting very hungry. Getting very hungry. But I can't can't call them up tonight though. They're not open on Mondays. They are not open on Mondays now. For uh, until further notice, mm-hmm. their focus are on the execution of a consistent experience for our customers. Always has and always will be their top priority. Uh, they'll remain open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Will be open Memorial Day Monday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. See you Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> And this episode is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Got to switch it up a little bit. Usually I do my read, but uh, I'm going to share the website with everybody here so all the viewers can check it out. And for those of you listening on your favorite podcast platform, you need to go check out the video version to, to see this. So right here is the Circle 15 Golf. Right there is the Glove Hub, of course, the first and only glove humidor on the market. And you can get a Glove Hub and Genesis Glove Bundle for $39.99. You can get a Glove Hub for $24.99, the Genesis Glove for $24.99, or you can get a three-pack Genesis <coughs> Glove Bundle for $59.99. They also got Circle 15 Snapback Hats for $29.99, Flex Fit for $29.99, Diver Repair Tool for $9.99, and a Ball Marker for $8.99. Cool. And if you want to know a little bit more about their products, here's a little video 
from founder Chris Smith himself. It is all with the idea that every single person is going to have access to PGA Tour caliber product. And I think we've done a great job. Hands down, the best golf school in the North was Ohio State. I couldn't have had a better college experience. And still to this day, when I think about Ohio State, uh, I'm incredibly proud. I'm incredibly glad that I went there. And it's a place that was perfect for me and a place that I loved being at. The transition from top-level college golf to PGA Tour golf seems like it's a quick step. It is a huge leap. I started playing good, and next thing you know, I had some good finishes, and then I win. And they had just that year, in 1997, they had just started this whole concept of this battlefield promotion because they felt like if you could win three times on the Nike Tour, then you should go immediately to the PGA Tour. And I remember battling the emotions walking up to the green and all the sacrifices and all the things you dream of it's just always it's just all coming in overwhelming amount of emotion circle 15 golf it's been a dream of mine for 11 and a half years and this has been a fun project for me because the team is always looking to innovate we're always looking to get better we're always looking to see okay what is the next thing that that we're gonna do to this, or what is the next product that we're gonna come up with? And we've come up with some really cool, innovative products that are top of the line tour quality. When you get the glove, you are going to have the same feeling that I had every single time when I was playing a tour event. It is a tour caliber, tour quality product that will continue to evolve and continue to get better. I would love to be able to bring that to everybody. 47 years of golf, started on a nine hole, 3,000 yard public golf course, 23 years on the PGA Tour. Limited events at this point on the PGA Tour, back to playing on a public golf course. My life has come full circle, and this is Circle 15 Golf. Uh, the NCAA golf regionals are happening right now, I believe. Um, there was a golfer for Auburn that birdied four of his first seven holes. That's a good start. And then took a 14 on hole eight. Ouch. He, uh, he, <laughs> he hit four balls in the water. That'll do it. Yeah, that's a tin cup in it right there. <laughs> Give me another ball. Uh, it was so. a par four, and he took a 14. So uh, uh, Yeah, I apologize to everybody. I know exactly what I did wrong, why uh, the viewers couldn't couldn't hear that. The The audio listeners will be able to hear the audio, but uh, that's all right. I screwed it up. I clicked the button to let that allowed Josh and I to hear, and I think that's what threw it off. It about so. blew my eardrums out, yeah, so these thank are you. A little, could have told me to turn it down. <laughs> that's but, all right. It's all good. It's all good. But we'll get that next week because that's a pretty cool video, and Chris explains everything about the company a lot better than Tanner does. So, <laughs> uh, but let's let's stick with golf and get into the PGA Championship. It's coming up this weekend. It's the second of four majors. It's the hundred third PGA Championship played at a Kiowa Island in South Carolina. Um, it's kind of an American Link style course. They call it the hardest walk for a for a flat golf course. 
in the United what's, States. What does that mean? Usually walks for golf courses are tough if they're hilly. If they're hilly, yeah. Um, I guess just a lot of sand when yeah. you get off the fairways and everything yeah. like that. So it's going to be interesting. There's always wind at this course. Um, this course has held PGA Championships before. Uh, a guy named Roy McIlroy won it back in, I think, 2012. Who? Yeah. Who? I believe. Um, but uh, before we get into the PGA Championship talk, I want to get to the word association that oh is golf-related. Oh, boy. Great. This week and with the PGA Championship. Horses two weeks ago, golfers this week. I don't know which one I know less. But. I just like to throw uh, <laughs> curveballs your way. So I got a list of the PGA Champions from last year, clear back to about 2000. Starting with last year's champion, Colin Morikawa. Um, good. <laughs> like rising star, yeah, I should say. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a rising star for sure, and he's the top 10 right now in the betting favorites for this weekend. Brooks Kepka. Um, Superstar, gamer. Ripped. Ripped. He knows how to win majors. Justin Thomas. Um, is he out of Texas? Alabama. He's Alabama. That's what I thought, Alabama. Spieth, Texas. That's right. They're buddies, aren't they? Yeah, and this is the uh, one major that Spieth has not got yet. Really? PGA Championship. That's the only one? Mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. Could this be his time? Jimmy Walker. Never heard of him. There, this That's the thing about the PGA Championship, I feel like, is the one major out of the four that a lot of kind of no-names, I won't call Jimmy Walker a no-name, but a lot of the non-casual golf fans wouldn't hear, have heard of a lot of these winners. Mm. It just seems like sometimes guys might win two events of their whole career and one of them might be a PGA Championship. Yeah. I don't know why that is. It just happens. Jimmy Walker's a good player. He's kind of uh, fallen down the last few years. He, had, he got diagnosed with Lyme disease oh. a couple of years ago, so his game hasn't really been the same since. Jason Day. Uh, Australian yes. vertigo was the vertigo. One, uh, another guy, he's his a lot of back issues. Yeah, have caused his game he, to kind of go downhill. He was a superstar there for like a three to four yep. year stretch. He was always getting top fives and Rory McIlroy, uh, book it. Yeah, Jason Duffner. Uh, that picture of him sitting. <laughs> was was yeah. was he at like a school or something? I, I think it was. I don't know. He but was sitting there looking like a little kid, though. I mean, Duffner, that was a guy. Back then, he was kind of turned into a star of the game, and he hasn't had too many wins since. I think he's only had five or six for his career. Another guy just like that, a guy who actually beat Duffner in a playoff to win this, Keegan Bradley. Uh, Keegan, um, got nothing. <laughs> St. John's. St. John's boy. Martin Keimer. Martin Keimer, I like to say with an accent because of the Tiger Woods games. It used to be him on yep. the Tiger Woods games quite a bit and beat Tanner all the time. Yep. He's German. It's because I like his name. Y.E. Yang, he was kind of the first person to go catch up to Tiger and beat him. Tiger had a lead going in that Sunday. Usually when Tiger has a lead in the majors, he doesn't relinquish it, but Y.E. beat him. I can honestly say I've never heard of him. I don't think he's won since. I've has he played a PGA Tour I event? I don't. I think he's played in some, of course. Uh -huh. But there's a, a iconic photo of him picking up his golf bag, and putting it over his head after he won, <laughs> like a power lifter. Padraig Harrington. Padraig, um, is he South African? Uh, I believe. Ooh, I Irish. Irish. No. Yeah. Irishman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he's won a couple majors. He had a stretch about two years. He got real hot. That was one of them. Tiger Woods. Eldrick, the GOAT. It's been since uh, 07, hmm? since he won. 
Phil Mickelson. Lefty. Uh, he's not like actually left-handed though, is he? He just golfs. Just golfs lefty. Does about weird. everything right-handed. VJ Singh. Um, man, he he was a star back yeah. in the day too, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was number one in the world at the time. Yeah. Now he's on the senior tour, pretty much. Um, yeah, you don't hear his name. I that video of him watching uh, Bryson uh, on the yeah. on the on the range was that in before amazement. the Masters? Yeah, he was in amazement. Uh, yeah. Sean McKeel. Uh, nothing. Yeah. I have nothing for that guy. He went to Indiana University. Oh. Yep. I I'm think told you that. that's either his only PGA Tour win or one of two. Hmm. That was a major. Rich Beam. Beamy and Scotty. He said, no, I'm telling you, there's this, this happens. And then uh, David Toms. David Toms, huh? Man, is is he the one that was, like, really good back in, like, the late 90s and then was terrible? David Duvall. David Duvall had something. Though. David Toms was on a, on a Tiger Woods game back mm. from, uh, I don't know if it was PS1 or PS2. I want to say PS2. I remember playing Tiger Woods. I think it was, like, 97 or 98 on PC when yep. I was, like, eight years old. He signed a deal again with EA Sports. Um, nope, nope, nope. Wasn't he? No, it wasn't EA Sports. He, it was because uh, EA Sports has their own golf game. Yeah, it's PGA Tour. But he signed a deal, two K maybe. Yep, two K. So now exclusive uh, deal with two K. Now there's gonna be two golf games. I hope it's better than the last one EA Sports put out. I'm not a fan of this past one. The EA Sports one was not good at all. No, I could, they've ruined it. I did it. not like it. Um, they've ruined the it. The Rory games were pretty good. They weren't bad. Um, but uh, yeah, I miss the Tiger games. Yep. Uh, but here. Are some of my favorites to win the PGA Championship, or I should say Vegas favorites slash mine. Vegas has Rory number one. <laughs> I mean, he's, he is on. He just won a tournament two weeks ago. He's won here in the past. He hadn't won a major since 2014, which was a PGA Championship. He's won two PGA Championships in his career, so he's probably due. Jordan Spieth up there towards the top. The betting favorites was Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, John Rahm. Dustin Johnson, Victor Hovland, Daniel Berger, Xander Schauffele, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Brooks Kepka, Cameron Smith. That's kind of rounds out the top 15. So, J-Man, I don't even think I need to ask, but who are you picking? This will be the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. Rory will absolutely win this one. No doubt in my mind that he wins this one. This weekend. No doubt. Book it. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Selling insurance in Ohio now, the Buckeye State. In the Word Association segment, I forgot to tell you who it's brought to you by. It's brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Key LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call him today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. I'm really looking forward to watching the PGA Championship. Um, I always enjoy watching the big golf events, the majors. Um, my guy Ricky Fowler's in the field. Is Luckily, he? he got a exemption. Why? They gave him an exemption to get in. They just wanted him in, I guess, because he would not have qualified. 
Um, and they were actually talking about him. I was watching during my lunch break today, the golf channel, and they were actually talking about Ricky and interviewed him a little bit. And it was interesting because they haven't been talking about him a bunch for good reason. He has 17 starts this season, which the season started back in September, October, zero top tens hmm. in 17 starts. Uh, he's fallen way down world rankings, way down the FedEx Cup rankings, way down the Ryder Cup rankings. I think it's all now between the years. It's getting so bad, he just needs confidence going. I mean, he played okay over the weekend, but missed the cup by one, one or two. Um, I don't know what it's going to take from this. I'm not saying he's got to win. I would take a made cut as a rookie fan right now. That would be a step in the right direction. Don't, don't think he's qualified for the uh, remaining two major championships right now either. Mm. <laughs> so he's got a lot of work to do to get in these things. Um, but it was interesting. They interviewed him. You can tell he's pretty down. He put an Instagram of him and his wife last night. They were flying on on uh, uh, their little uh, jet there, and he was thanking their sponsors, his sponsors, for hanging in there with him as he's fighting through this. So when you come out and publicly acknowledge something like that, I feel like it's really eating at you. So, yeah. So hopefully he can make the cuts. That's got to be embarrassing to ask for an exemption to get into something he's played in a bunch. He doesn't ask for it. Oh, he doesn't? They just they, oh, okay. they provide a certain amount of exemptions to players, mm. and he, he happened to be one of them. The cool thing about this tournament is you will see PGA professionals in this, like Mike Small. He's oh, played in yeah. a, a lot of them. Uh, Chris Smith's brother, Todd Smith, used to be a pro at Rock Hall. He's played in four or five That's PGA cool. championships in the past, so it's not just PGA Tour players. Hmm. Um, but my pick to win I am going with an Oklahoma State Cowboy, Victor Hovland. Hovman. He's playing well. Uh, it's funny because a year or two ago, Matthew Wolf kind of pushed Hovland to the side and was the hot new star. Matthew Wolf's kind of lost it right now, too. <laughs> so Hovland's front and center when it comes to the Oklahoma State boys on tour, and I think it's his time. I mean, uh, he hasn't really, though, contended real hard for a major yet, but I just I just have a good feeling about it. That's who I'm picking. But Book it. <laughs> I'm not booking it. That's your thing. That's your Rory <laughs> thing. But uh, a lot of good names I can see one of this. Should be, it should be a fun tournament to watch. Uh, the NBA play-in games start uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go and pick a few of them? Sure. Starting with the Hornets at the Pacers. Pacers will get this one done. I agree. The ninth versus 10th place game, uh, Pacers 34 and 38, Hornets 33 and 39. Neither team deserves to be anywhere near the playoffs, but here we are because the NBA uh, likes to have bad teams in, I guess. They like to try different things. They do, which I'll give them credit for that. Uh, the Wizards at the Boston Celtics, 7th and 8th place game. Give me the Celtics. Give me the Celtics as well. I think Bradley Beal's hurt for the Wizards. I, sh- I need to stop saying I think <laughs> instead of actually having like actual stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, give me, give me Boston. Uh, then we have the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Spurs, you know, Pop's got that playoff pedigree, but uh, give me the Grizzlies at home. 33 and 39, the Spurs are and in 10th place in the West. The Grizzlies are 38 and 34. Give me the Grizzlies as well. I just think they're a much better team um, there. Interesting one here. We have the Warriors and the Lakers. The defending champs, I think, get it done um, in a close one over Golden State. LeBron's back. Uh, he's only played two games out of the last, I believe it's 27, is what I saw on ESPN over the weekend. Give me the Lakers as well. I just don't see LeBron not being in the actual playoffs instead of the playing games. Yeah, I mean, Steph's had a magnificent year. Um, mm-hmm. I think he'll get runner-up for the MVP. I think it'll be Jokic. I think it, sh- it, it really should be in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the national talking heads are trying right. to get it towards Steph. Um, 
I watched Sports Center for the first time in years mm-hmm. on Saturday, and the guy said NB, MV, NBA MVP favorite Nikola Jokic. Should be. I mean, so he's we'll had a great season for the third seed in the West. So. Unfortunately, the media has a lot of pull here, um, and they love Steph. But who's your pick to win the NBA Finals? Um, or who's your Finals matchup, and who's your pick to win it? I really want the Utah Jazz to win it. Yeah. Something about the Utah Jazz. I've liked them ever since Darren Williams was there. Um, I don't even think, I don't know if they'll get out of the West, but give me the Jazz. I think they win it over the Sixers. Okay. I uh, need somebody who's never won it to win it to make my bold prediction correct. So out of the East, I have the Nets. Getting there. Because they're They're a team that that get absolutely hot and win it. They've never won it. Out of the West, I kind of like your Jazz prediction. Suns are a good pick, too. Don't sleep on the Clippers. Or, or the Lakers. Uh, no, the Nuggets back. are too beat up. They're not going to do it. Um, I think they had a good shot until Murray went down. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll go with the Jazz as well. And then I'll go with the Nets over the Jazz. I just have a feeling the Nets are going to get hot and do it. But we will see. I don't know. I It's one of those things where I probably won't watch a ton, but I'll follow along so I can talk about it on this show and kind of know what's going on. But I don't see myself watching a ton. This is by far – I've never been a huge NBA watcher anyways, mm-hmm. but this is by far the least amount of NBA I've ever watched this year. I have barely watched any. I have an interesting – If you have, do you have anything else on the NBA? Not NBA. I have an interesting uh, Major League Baseball thing real quick. Um, the Dodgers lineup tonight, they said they have where each member of tonight's Dodgers starting lineup was the last time Albert Pujols played for a team other than the Angels, which was 2011, um, with the Cardinals. Mookie Betts was in rookie ball. Justin Turner was on the Mets. Max Muncie in college. Will Smith and Sheldon Nwese in high school. Gavin Lux was 13 years old. Wow. Uh, DJ Peters was in high school, and Walker Bueller was in high school. It's fascinating. Getting old. <laughs> it sucks. Um, NFL schedule release mm-hmm. happened last Wednesday. Uh, any thoughts on the rather whether it's the Dolphins or overall just uh, league primetime games or anything? I think it's pathetic that the Washington football team got a Sunday night game. I know a lot of it had to do with them being in the NFC East. Oh, yeah. It's the um, America's favorite division, Josh. That's what the media likes to think. Yeah, no one likes that. I'm saying I know they made the playoffs, but they were a bad team last year, 7-9. and nine. Um, I remember they were applauded for giving Tom, the great Tom Brady this great game, which they did hang in there quite a bit or pretty well against uh, Tom Brady. They still lost by 8. A lot of people are saying they're going to have the best returning defense in the league. They should have a good defense. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, will be a solid quarterback for them, better than Alex Smith was. Uh, last year, and Dwayne Haskins, for that matter, and Tyler Heineke or whoever had still to there. start that uh, game. But still, do they deserve a Sunday night game? No. Dolphins went 10-6 last year. Did Dolphins not get a Sunday night no. game? Oh Wow. I, I thought for sure they'd With get a one. With a rookie quarterback, they went 10-6, didn't get one. They only got one Monday night game. They got a Thursday night, which everyone Everybody gets, gets a Thursday, that. I think. Um, yeah, I think so, too. Um, it's all the so, Broncos got, but that's all they deserve. It's just one of those things. It's not that big of a deal, whatever. Uh, but still, no, that that it it rubbed I mean, me the wrong way. No, it should. I, I thought for Cowboys sure. got. A I Sunday had no night. idea until right now that Dolphins didn't get a Sunday night game. I Patriots sure they get one. Patriots got a Sunday night game. They didn't deserve yeah, one. Yeah, they got one against their boy coming back home. That makes sense on week three. That makes sense. So, but, um, but no, they they cater to the teams they think will draw. 
Yeah. Um, they don't realize how many Dolphins fans there actually are in the U.S. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that. Which that's usually why the Broncos get, even when they're bad, one or two Sunday night games because yeah. they got a huge portion of the country out there. You know, Wyoming, Montana, Colorado, of course, all those states. But they didn't get one this year. And they didn't get a Monday night game snapping the 29 years in a row that they've had a Monday night. Yeah, game. that's rare for them not to get a Monday nighter. I was just glad they weren't the – you know, which there is no doubleheader on Monday night mm-hmm. this year, but I was glad they weren't the second Monday night game. But uh, they do have a Thursday nighter at Cleveland week six. But uh, besides that, it was uh, no no surprises. I mean, it is what it is. You already know who you're playing ahead of time. It's just mm-hmm. what order. But if the Broncos don't start at least three and one, then uh, I'm going to be in a very bad mood. Yes. <laughs> it's because a pretty that, easy I mean, schedule. It's easy the first uh, few weeks. You have both New York teams, don't you? Yeah, start off the with the Giants, four. then go go. They're back to back. This is only the second time since 2010 they've started on the road. This is the first time since 03 they've started road road. Mm. They go at Giants, at Jaguars, home against the Jets. Should be three and zero. Should think. be, but um, yeah, it's a 17 game schedule. Yep, uh, for the first time ever. Um, yep, Dolphins were benefited. They'll have nine home games. Uh, seven true road games, and then a London game. So Dolphins get nine home games, uh, just seven road games, essentially. Broncos supposed to be in London last year, and it didn't happen. Yeah. So I thought they might be this year, but it, I don't know. They're always picking the Dolphins, Raiders, Jets, and Jags. Yeah. yeah. Always. Uh, the Bears and Colts both got some primetime games. Bears always get a bunch. They get the first season, Sunday night game of the year against the Rams. They shouldn't have gotten one either. Yeah, they get. They always get a bunch. Uh, Colts... Um, Colts deserve. I don't one. remember who their Sunday nights against, or maybe they just remember. got a Monday. Pr- it seems like they should have got a Sunday. I'm pretty sure they got a Sunday night. They just got a Monday night because now um, I'm thinking I saw somebody complain on Twitter that they didn't get one. No, I don't. That's why I shouldn't say things off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, I'll just go through the Sunday night football schedule real yeah, quick. Let's, uh, yeah, we got about three minutes, but you, you can fly through it. I'm bringing it up here. We have Cowboys, Bucks, Bears, Rams, Chiefs, Ravens, Packers, Niners, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Chiefs, Seahawks, Steelers, Colts, 49ers. There it is. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings, Titans, Rams, Chiefs, Ra- Raiders got one over the Dolphins. It's the Vegas effect. Steelers, Char- Chargers got one over the uh, Dolphins. That one makes no sense. Uh, uh, Bills, Saints, Browns, Ravens, Niners, Seahawks, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bucks, football team, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys got how many? For the love of God. They probably got their max primetime games you can Vikings have. got one. Vikings well, got one. Well, good thing about the later ones, they can be flexed. That's a good point. Yeah, so. from week um, five on, is that true? That seems really early, but maybe they changed it. They don't, there's not a guide for what the asterisk. Yeah, the, wow. the asterisk means subject well, to so, flex yeah. scheduling. So starting week five, they can yeah. start flexing games out. Which I thought I read something in, in, in the near future. They're going to put somewhere they can flex Monday night games, which would be very like difficult. That. You'd have to do it two weeks in advance. I like it, though. Yeah. You want to hear Birdie Bogey? Yeah, because I, I honest, uh, honest to God forgot what it was. Tim Duncan uh, is just one of two players in NBA history uh, mm-hmm. to have 25,000 points. 15,000 rebounds and 3,000 career blocks in their career. Who was that other player? Oh, I have three guys that come to mind. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Lou Alcindor is who we're looking for. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. You got to correct there, T-Dog. You, uh, you pulled one out of a hat. I was thinking him, Wilt, Shaq. Yeah. Wilt, see, if – we have so many like Wilt questions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where I think you would have been safe not choosing Wilt this year. But yes, Lou Alcindor, Kareem 
Abdul Jabbar is the person. Good deal. Good deal. Ciao. Wrap us up there, J-Man. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at it next Monday. Same time, same channel. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>